Welcome, welcome. You're listening to our podcast, Two Massage Therapists in a Microphone. My name is Mark. I'm a registered massage therapist, registered kinesiologist here in Toronto, Ontario. I might have to change that soon, eh? I might have to change that. I feel like, do, we t- do I talk about this? Go, go. Start with that first. Get it off your <laughs> We have a cool guest sitting on our couch. He's been here before. He was our first guest back in person. No, he wasn't. <sighs> I just, I just confirmed that before January you started talking. I wasn't listening. I was listening. You were not listening. He was not. He was not the first guest back after. Who's John was the first guest. Super fan. Yeah, and he will be okay. pissed when he hears this because, because he's already the first he's already corrected you on that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Apologize to John. Now. Sorry, it's his birthday too. Today's birthday, his birthday. John. Oh, come John, on, John, John the super fan. Happy birthday, John. I was not the first, <laughs> no. and that's okay. I'm he good. wasn't I'm even the second. Like he was like six <laughs> Third, months in, seven, eight, whatever. It's 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 the anyway. Okay, yeah, I'll just go back to the corner. <laughs> hey everyone, it's Amanda. We've got Sandy back on the couch, and he was here January 2021. So nowhere near the first guest after the pandemic. Maybe you're thinking the first guest of 2021. Maybe, maybe, 2021. maybe that's why the first guest yeah. was in your mind. I started the year off right. Yeah. When, when did we come out of being locked down? We came out of lockdown in. Um, End of May, the COVID years. The COVID years is they're blurred to me. Blurred. They're, they're blurred. I have no reference to time at all. Yeah, Two years hard. are sort of off. Yeah, gone. Yeah, it's true. For me, it's it's really trippy when I look at the kids because our youngest was only two when things got shut down. Wow. Not in school, you know. I had to pull her out of daycare, and now she's in senior kindergarten and five. And like, it feels to me like like what just happened. Yep. Like now you're a full grown human and you go to school and you can read and what. Like you were a baby when this all started. It's really that really trips me out. But yes, Sandy was the first, probably the first guest of 2021 because his episode came out mid January 2021. So that's what I'm going to assume why you keep thinking he was the first guest after COVID because it's all a blur. It's all a blur. No excuse. Kids stay off drugs. There's a PS, PSA announcement. That's great Tuesday morning advice <laughs> for everyone. Well, well, I might as well start doing PSA announcements because apparently it, we're really unprofessional here. Apparently I make unprofessional comments and I oh use a lot God. of profanity. This is a podcast. We're allowed to Th- be unprofessional. Thank, thank you. Thank you. But you don't want to listen? Don't listen. According, according, listen, according listen. to some people, um, that, that that's a different story. But. but that's okay. They're allowed that right. That's That's their opinion. But they don't have to continue to listen. Please I agree. Move on to somebody else. I agree. I agree. But 100%. don't tear down what you've built because what you've built has been amazing. Let me ask you a question. Sure. Let me ask you a question. Do you think what we do here poorly reflects on the profession? Absolutely not. It's it's the behind scenes that nobody gets to see, and I think that's what's important. You need to hear behind the scenes stuff to survive in this. Do business. you think it it reduces the trust that the general public has? in their massage therapist being a regulated healthcare professional because of the content that we have on this podcast, which by the way is mostly really cool stuff and is very beneficial and Our helpful. content is fantastic. I don't care what anybody says. The no, content no, no, is it's good. The, it's, it's educational. The, ge- the guests we have real. are great. Uh, but I'm, I want to know from another massage therapist, not someone who's in the mix, <laughs> do you feel <laughs> that, that 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 it it it, it reduces the trust of the general public with massage therapists being regulated healthcare professionals. I don't I'm going to create a so. survey on this. I don't, I don't agree with that. The reason why is because to me it's, listen, the, the, everything wants, everybody wants to see in the world now behind the scenes. How is it really working? Yes. We're not taught the real world in school, or at right. least from what I remember, right? It's 27 years ago. It's a long time. So things may have changed, but for 
they didn't teach us half the stuff that we learn have to learn out there. Right. Right. And we didn't even know half the stuff that, that was out there. This gives us real time, real information of what's going on in the massage world. Right. And, and that's, that's, that's the way it should be. Like the, you don't restrain what we say, enjoy what we have to give. Thank because you. if we don't, if you don't know, how do you get better? And, and I think someone in the general public can recognize that this is a bunch of therapists sitting around having that talk that happens in the staff room in That's the it. clinic, right? That's it. Where that happens at that Friday night work Christmas party <laughs> and you're all just shooting the shit. I don't think many people, the general public, are, are listening to this going, oh my gosh, I can't believe these humans speak like this. I do not trust their ability to work professionally in their work environment. If like, anything, can we I separate? Think they trust us more. Mm, cause what? Because why? we're because... truthful. We're real. We're here, we're here, we talk about it in our, in our rooms with our clients all the time. We're here to help you. We're part of your team. Mm. But if we can't be real with them, I mean, come on. There's only certain things we can say in the room, but allow them the freedom to hear what we, how we feel, what's really going on in our world. So would you classify what we do? Would you throw it under the column of unprofessional? No. No. I'd say we are professionally unprofessional. How about mm. that? Okay. I've been quiet since I'm the biased one and I'm part well, of this whole thing. he's biased too. He's on our couch. Yes, that's true. <laughs> he's, that's that is true. I hate this thing. He's second time here. He's biased. But yeah, I will. Man, I'll come back over and over again. I will <laughs> say a few things. One, yes, we are We are just speaking. This is a podcast. I don't think a large percentage of the general population is listening to us. They're no. not our target audience. They're not no. people who give a shit because a lot of our content really is only interest, interesting to you if you're in this profession. Well, well, you know, a, a lot of it. When I go back I and watch, look at the episodes, I watch a lot of cooking shows, and I am not a culinary. Yeah, that's, you, that's, I don't even. A I don't have, that's a bad that's, example. I don't even have an interest. I don't even have an interest no, in being in the a, kitchen. That's a different concept. That's, that's, that's entertainment as yeah. much as it is education. This is behind the scenes. What's going on in the world? Mm. Real stuff. Pay attention. Do up your shoes, open your ears, and close your mouth. Some non-RMTs could listen and find right? it interesting, but I don't think that a lot of people scrolling through podcasts would see something like two massage therapists and a microphone and say, oh, I want to hear what that's about. They'd listen to a couple of episodes and say, eh, I don't even really understand this. I don't speak yeah. anatomy. I don't yeah. understand what assessments are. I don't understand regulation or school or whatever. It is, is, it is It is for practitioners. Do yeah. you think other healthcare practitioners that are in the same, the same kind of field as we are, so physio, chiro, AT, do you think they would listen to this and go, oh my gosh, I can't believe what you're doing to the profession? It depends no. on the per it depends on the person. Well, the like, vision. Like Sandy yeah. just said, there's going to be there's going to be people who maybe aren't really like I don't know what kind of relationship everybody else has with their patients, but my patients don't view me anything else as a human doing her job. And I do my yeah. job fucking well. Yeah, and man. just because I say fuck on my podcast, it doesn't change my ability to do my job. My practice is run <laughs> very cleanly. Do you, like there's nothing do that I do that Right. That's, and that's, you, and that's out of place. Do you guys point. think that there should be some sort of additional responsibility to uphold the profession because we've created this type of platform? Or do you think that, hey, 
I'm just a regular massage therapist like everybody else, and therefore my responsibilities to the profession are the same as everybody else's. Are you are you asking me if you have the responsibility to be a role model, Cardi B? Yes. Because thank you. No, you're ex- <laughs> thank you. No, thank you. No, no you don't. You no, know, you know why? You're because you're not the president of massage therapy. Thank you. You are I'm another massage, massage therapist, therapist out like in a guy who's else. got something to say, and anybody has the right to say what they want on your podcast. Thank you. It's a podcast. We also give Figure people like Sandy the opportunity to speak as freely as they want like this is sandy's second time so i didn't go through all the rules but anyone who's been a guest knows that i sit here and i go through the rules which start with there are no rules say what you want to say this is your time this whole episode is about you and your story and there have been people who will send me a message because they disagree or don't like something a guest said and my response is always the same it is not my job to be confrontational with my guests (laughs) i might not even understand i i I mean i might not even agree 100% with what the person is saying, but I've invited you to speak and tell your story and you're going to do it the way you're going to do it. it. And I'm not going to be confrontational. I'm not going to tell you you're an idiot. And that's that's not going to happen. Second time and a third, a fourth, a fifth (laughs) and et cetera, et cetera. So for anyone that hasn't heard the first one, tell us who you are, sir. All right. So uh, my name is Sandy Levy. I'm a registered massage therapist. I'm now also I consider myself a myofascial performance specialist and a actually a golf fitness specialist with the National Academy of Sports Medicine from the U.S. Nice. So I've added some things. You have Ken. I have this. Nice, I wasn't nice. going back to that kind of school. Sorry. But I, don't, I, don't, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. <laughs> it's been out, been out too long. So um, again, I've been out 27 years and... Um, one thing I've sort of learned to do is develop my own sort of, we all kind of develop our own technique, our own style, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, I've gotten away, from, I've gotten more into manual therapy. Um, that's just been my shift because me, myself, personally, I've been through, and you might want to sit down, uh, 17 concussions, <laughs> 12 motor vehicle accidents, two were actually rollovers. Um and I've broken my neck basically twice. So I've got three. And he just walks in here like. And I just walk in like, holy do, look at me go. <laughs> do, you think, do, you they, do you think the TTC would let him drive? God, no. God, no. I'm surprised he still gave me a license. But but here's the thing. So so because of that, what am I left with? I got a condition called myelomalacia in my neck, which basically means I've got no ligamentum flavum on the anterior aspect of my, of my inside of the spinal column. Yep, so I've yep. got three or four uh, discs actually compressing on the cord. No tricep on my left side. Who do you do? Big deal. You mm. figure something out. So basically, instead of living on a couch on meds for about a year, year and a half of what I did, I uh, still came back. It's okay. I'll play with. It. I'll play with it. No worries. <laughs> it's just a wire. I'm good with wire. That's what I'm trying to stop because <laughs> I can hear it in my earphones. Oh your God, hand <laughs> And I'm a hand talker, right? I'm I'm, I'm Jewish, but I should be Italian. I do a lot of this, right? Because I'm a therapist and I like to show people. So yeah, so I had to figure out sort of a way, a style, a tech, a figure out something for me to sort of keep functional, keep busy, because I'm the I'm the breadwinner in the family. Right. Um, so nobody really wanted to touch me because they all figured they'd put me in a chair. I'm supposed to be in a wheelchair. That's what they told me. Yeah. Supposed to have surgery from the front of the neck, put me in rod irons. I said, great. You can put your rod irons somewhere where the sun don't shine and figured it out. So basically what I've done is created and developed sort of a biomechanical myofascial, um, uh, performance reset in the system. Mm. So by taking a bunch of courses of what I've done, so I've been to, uh, taking courses out of the Postural Restoration Institute in the U.S. Right. Again, I said golf fitness specialist. I'm certified with Titleist Performance Institute. So I've gone the golfing route. And why golfers is simply because it's a beautiful, horrible sport. <laughs> beautiful, horrible. So it's a beautiful sport, but horrible on the body. 
because it's stationary yet rotational, yet at the same time, you're, you've still got to walk 18 holes. Mm. So it's a whole process of, of what we do with the body. It completely destroys the body, but we all love the game. What I feel makes it horrible is because of the, because of the interspersed high power movements, yep. Yep. Um, a lot of people that are not physically ready to play that and sport that's the problem, play right? that sport. The body becomes your problem, not your swing. Most people can actually swing, but their body gets in the way. So it's right. so what I've sort of learned and figured out and been able to see is patterns in the body on why the body does what it does from what you do as a human being and the pattern, the rotational pattern that we have for failure, as well as what you do as as a worker, what you do as an athlete or non-athlete. Sports interesting to me, that particular sport. Is it possible, I'll ask, because I don't, I don't play golf at all. I've, yeah, got, yeah, I've yeah. got no patience for My it. My practice was built on golfers, so I'm very right. interested okay. in the so sport. Is it possible, right, right, is it possible right. to excel at golf and not be physically fit. Yes. Yes. Look at John Daly. There's the problem, eh? No, yeah. it's not. Because it's not physically fit. You have to look at that term as what do you mean by physically fit? So let me ask you that question. Yeah. What do you mean by so physically fit? So when I fit? say physically fit, I'm talking about the 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 seven aspects of physical function. I'm talking about strength. I'm talking about endurance. I'm talking about power. So that's muscular performance. Right. I'm talking about mobility and flexibility. I'm talking about neuromuscular control. Right. I'm talking about like all of those all of those okay. things kind of interlaced together. If anyone possesses a certain level of all of these things, then we can right. throw you into the category of being physically fit. Body composition is part of that as well. Okay. And so someone that's kind of physically fit they have a certain amount of power and therefore it doesn't bother them to approach that that power demand of that particular sport or the endurance for it or whatever for it okay. versus versus for example someone that's not physically fit in my definition that has all of these physical aspects of function put together they can't excel at tennis you can't no see so tennis is a very high endurance cardiovascular sport or they can't excel at basketball because you can't. again it's the same thing so this is why so I'm golf is golf, different so right? golf is a little different it's a I'm, stationary I'm curious to know why you said though that's not the problem because when mark said there's the problem i said yes only because of my experiences that right. my practice was built on golfers i started my practice in a very okay. affluent neighborhood where it was a bunch of old unphysically fit can dudes i explain who can i explain <laughs> to you why why i said that though i said that in that imagine someone that's like that's not even a weekend warrior. Right. I've got enough flexibility, endurance, strength, power to go about my regular sedentary Absolutely. lifestyle. Absolutely. And then when I decide to go play soccer with my buddies on the weekend, okay. the physical demands of that sport, even at that level, this fun level of soccer, the, the physical demands of that exceed my normal capability and therefore I'm open to injury. So if you have someone that's playing golf that doesn't have these aspects of physical function that are at least meet the demand of that sport, then when they go to swing or when they go to do this or when they're at the 10th hole and they got to, I got to fucking walk to the 11th. Do you know what I mean? Then it's like, oh, there's breakdown. Here. I looked at it okay. from a different angle, actually. And then I, I want to okay. hear what's saying. I looked at it more from the guys that were coming to see me with these golf injuries that were not physically fit. The way that I was looking at it is they are also less likely to take care of themselves after the fact. So they go and play a round of golf and now they've got injuries and now they've got, you know, all this stuff going on in their body because of their biomechanics and the rotation and all of these things. And they're not doing what I'm telling them to do. They're coming and laying on my table expecting me to fix right. them. So right. the non-physically fit guy who's going in golf, I shouldn't say guy, there were some women, but it was majority like middle-aged men. Right. They are not practicing other healthy habits right. so their bodies the people aren't that you saw, yeah. yeah their bodies so, are not so recovering. number one that's why i came up with the technique that i came up with okay so let's hear it so oh. so there's that the other thing is and to answer your question yeah, yeah. 
then how do you explain to me for a seven-year-old and a 97-year-old and any range of any age can still play golf? And a 97-year-old who's bent over still goes out and plays 18 holes. Now, he doesn't survive well, (laughs) but he still plays. So that whole physically fit, when you look at a golfer compared to every other sport, is much different. So race car, you have to be physically fit. Absolutely. Just like a basketball player. Absolutely. Right? Every sport, gen- an MMA, almost every physical sport has to be physically fit. I'll say the it like only this. one you don't is golf. And I'll, say it, why. I'll say it like this. Being physically fit will allow you to excel at these sports, will allow you to excel yes. at these sports. So you may not be physically fit, but you can still play golf, but you will not exceed a certain level. You cannot excel. And, and golfers get and same that. Thing with and the, same thing with the race car that. driver, right? right. If the more physically fit you are, you will be the able to excel. The more you can exactly. take in your turn and the exactly. faster you can go. Exactly, exactly. Absolutely. So... Most golfers won't do the work per se. The ones that love the game, and you'll you'll know this, the ones that love the game will do everything, anything, and there's no dollar value and high enough that right. can stop them. But golf has that range from I want to play with my buddies over the summer and that's it, yeah. to I'm playing year-round, indoor, outdoor. I'm golf is my life that I'll never play on a tour, but golf is my life. Right. So the golfers are crazy. I love them. They're, they're crazy when it comes to this. And it's every culture as this. They've, they've got a set of golfers that are just psycho. Now you don't need to be physically fit. You need to be mobile. Mm. Golf is about mobility, stability, flexibility, and strength. Right. The ones that are serious about the sport work on the strength so they can hit with power. Mm. The ones that are, are also serious, they want to do more stability stuff. They want to do more flexibility because they have to be able to, number one, walk. But at the same time, they've got to be able to swing. Mm. But stationary swing, rotational above. So it's not so much cardiovascular. Right. So you could take a cart in golf legally unless you're on a tour, like a tournament, right? right? Or on the tour, you can't. So yes, there, pro golfers have to be physically fit. But you ask any pro, look at Mickelson when he won. Right. He's 54. Yeah. Crazy. No one ever thought he could do it. What did he say? I'm more mobile now. I fasted and I'm working on flexibility and stability. I didn't work on strength. And he won. So, so golf is a whole different. If you understand what the body does, you could actually look at the rotation stuff, unload it to give them the ability to go do it again because they're going to. What is the... <laughs> What is the this part? What is the mind of a golfer? Because I don't think I can golf because I don't think I have it up here to even even right. bother. So you like, wouldn't. So there's no point. You'll play. I I wouldn't even play. Like for, for, no no. But you play your guitar instead of oh, yeah, instead yeah. of playing golf. Like, like what, what is thing. it? What is it about golf though? Because I've had so many people that I I know that are into golf and they're like, oh, I, I know I know this dude. He plays the same course every yeah. fucking day because it's you against you exactly and that's, that's what, what it is comp- competitive people love golf because it's you against you then you can take your game and go i'll bet you huh. i'll play want to play against you you could buy the next round so what does it say about me that i have no desire for that to go you against you no it's 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 <laughs> i mean lonely. look i mean see you sit back you play you relax you do these things but you're very focused when it comes to the educational aspect that's your shtick right their shtick is that competitive but again it started with a lot of these guys who are doctors lawyers yeah. finance you're guys you're also not a super you're not a super outdoorsy guy that's another you're thing. not you're not a guy that cares about i don't want to wear special four shoes. hours man <laughs> four hours in the sun yeah like you this is not anything that i i i can see just from knowing you why this would not be appealing to you you're not an outdoorsy guy <laughs> the the whole 
act of like getting up there and hitting a ball or at a certain point you'd be like this is fucking boring i'm doing the same <laughs> shit over and over and, and over for again some people that's what that's it is. boring to you I could actually see myself really enjoying golf. I love the idea of yeah. me against me and just better. Like, for example, there's certain weird things that I get oddly proud of when I do well. Like a couple summers ago, we met this guy. He was probably about 60 and he used to just play darts by himself. And one right. day I had been drinking and I go over to him. I'm like, dude, just one so day? you know, I'm really good. One day? Go one day. This, <laughs> this one asking, particular day. This one particular. Okay. Why just you, you got to call me out like that? So I go over Sorry. to him and I'm like, dude. Just see, like, I'm really good at darts. And even Mark was like, what are you doing? And I'm like, no, seriously, I'm, I have really good aim. I'm good at yeah, darts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he, like this old man, just kind of humoring me, gives me the darts because I'm hammered and he thinks it'll be funny. And I'm like, ting, 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 ting. And he goes, stop it. Like, I was really good at darts. So <laughs> Some people certain, have some things, right? Yeah, there's Hockey certain players things play that golf I, because yeah. it's the same rotational thing. Right. Tennis players don't necessarily play golf because their rotational sport is tennis. Right. They'll may go play once in a while, but that's not their shtick. Their thing is tennis. Squash players are squash players. Yeah. Racquetball players may play squash, but they're generally racquetball players. Mm. Everybody's got their shtick and what they love to do, depending on how they grew up with, how they grew up, what sort of people they were surrounded with. But I mean, we've got like 150 courses in Ontario. What does that tell you? People like golf. People love golf in Ontario. People it's love crazy. Golf. There are people that I know that go. So, for example, Mark and I are beach people. Like, mm -hmm. if we go for a vacation, we just want to go to the beach. Like, yeah. we're not, you know, there's people it's who like lazy. to go hiking and what? they like to go sightseeing. God, no. We just love the beach. We are beach sure. people. Absolutely. I have clients. I never want to wear special shoes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I have clients who actually. <laughs> slipovers with the toes. They travel to Florida. And I told Mark this and he thought those. it was crazy. But I've got a whole bunch of clients who go to Florida. Florida every, every year, year. Yeah. just to golf. And he's like, what? And I was like, in fact, there's do. a couple of them who tell me they hate the fucking beach. Sand pisses them off. They don't yep. like they don't like the, the sound of the sand ocean. They want to be in is a sand Right. Trap. They don't go <laughs> anywhere near the beach. They go to Florida strictly to golf. And I was yep. like, wow, we are the not men the men just go away to golf. And that's and that's a man not a man. That's a golfer's thing. Actually, the person I'm I thinking love of is women, actually a woman. <laughs> I love women golfers because they're 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 really good as well. And I watch a lot of the LPGA and 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 I mean they're they're so talented. The ability to swing and so to me a golfer is a golfer men or women we still have the same rotational issues right, right, right? Right, right so part of also what i do is i do a lot of uh center of pressure i do a lot of uh, like weight shifting so i have these really cool insoles i got out of japan that actually go in your shoes yeah and it's a it pops up on my phone on an app and we can see how they shift on what percentage front and back side to side so when i do my sfma on them right yeah. and the, the top 12 kind of thing I can see how they're really shifting, which tells me mechanically what's happening down below and where I need to go. Right. That's cool. Right? It is. And then afterwards, I can see the difference. So everything I do is evidence-based because I could do a test before and a test afterwards and everything works. But I don't do the orthopedic as much because to me, you can have one orthopedic test for five things or five things can be under five different tests for one thing. And, mm -hmm. and how do you truly isolate? For me, it's got to be about function and movement because mm. that's what my clients are going to do. Right. And then I add in trigger points as part of the myofascial work that I do. But again, everything's over the close. So it's that manual hands on get in number one to 10. Let's break it down. Let's work it through. Now they got form and function. Now they're moving, but it's all based on the same mechanical philosophy I've got mm -hmm. on right versus left and leg versus arm. What does each one do? And what is the pattern that naturally happens? Mm -hmm. Adding in visceral. And don't forget about the jaw, the pelvic pole of the mouth, of the right. of the head, right? Because yep, yep. the pelvis and the jaw do the same 
thing and this is so multi-directional people don't even get it yeah right and if you don't restabilize this but you just stabilize this you're missing half a piece 100 mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right so there's a whole system-based thing that i do but it's all under sort of advanced technology mm. um before afterwards all that testing from sfma i might throw in tpi if they're an actual golfer but I just want to get him moving again, but I want to get him moving today, not in six weeks. Are you charging a lot? No. Because we talked about that last time. I was going right. to say, that was one of the things like, that this you sounds said like to right. him last time. You've got such a niche population that probably has a it, fucking it may, lot it of may dough. Grow. It, may, it, it will grow. It will definitely grow. Now, depending on what you mean, charge a lot. I, I don't know. I, well, so I know I my initial is 120. Okay. Um, and it's half hour on the table. So I do half hour testing. I want to see what you're doing, how you're moving. I throw in the insoles. We check it out. I get video recording. Right. Um, I have to show it to you. It's very cool. It sounds cool. Oh, no, it is. It's really cool. They're called salted insoles. Um, I think you can get them on Amazon now, finally. They're like 200 and change. Yeah. So so I do this whole process, check them out, get them on the table. It's 120 for initial assessment. No matter my location, right. I try to keep the same. Um, I have a couple of different locations with different pricing. So at, at, at one of the places I'm at, uh, I, I do half hour sessions. I try to keep them half hour, and that's like I think it's sixty bucks for the half hour. Have you ever have you ever thought of touring, like doing a golf tour and doing this at clubs? Yeah, but that all again, it's all a cost thing. I'm still trying to recover from COVID because I opened a place up in in January. We talked about it in January 2020. Yeah, yeah. I opened a place nine months later. Fourth wave hit and closed. Oof. And then I was struggling to sort of figure stuff out and make a living. Where am I going to treat? Can't treat fourth wave people all got scared etc cetera, etc cetera. Right. and i was still figuring out my technique it kind of took me a good year yeah. up until maybe march of this year yeah, i was to gonna sort say figure you, it out. you speak similarly but differently than january 2021 yeah. you were you didn't really have a name for what you were doing no. you just said to us i gotta show you and i know I there was help i didn't know i didn't know yeah but i've was... had to figure it out on my own so thank you for not helping so i figured <laughs> i had to figure it out on my own which was great which is the process nothing. right that's like that's like your father going here swim drop you in the water right <laughs> it's kind of thing but i right? remember certain things you know you were already focused on movement that was important to you you were focused on function you wanted to see how people moved um you were treating over the clothes because you wanted people on the table off the table to be able to do reassessment so these things have remained constant right but you've added in some extra training and now the golf piece right so now you're you're focused on golfers so yeah so so it's it's basically been more of where am i going with this thing Right. I've got this thing that I could see and I just really didn't get it. So again, the, the year of taking a couple more courses, getting certified in this and certified in that and understanding a little more of the biomechanics and then looking at. So, so here's my big belief philosophy. We're heavy. And I've been able to almost prove this with 2000 people. We are heavier on the right than we are on the left. Why? Drum roll, please. I'm really doing a drum roll. <laughs> our right side of the body has a liver, a pancreas, and a gallbladder, and our left side does not. We are tw- almost 12 pounds heavier on the right side than we are on the left. When you stand on weighted insoles, you are gen- most people are 65, 60% more pressure on one side than they are on the other. So what happens being heavier? We will generally rotate into our bodies. And if you look at people, it's not just that we mouse with our ones. We're automatically internally rotated here. So we just stay that way because it's a pattern. The bicep shortens up, the pec minor shortens up. Now we're stationary here. You're driving more internally 
and rotating. If you look at people, left shoulders are generally higher, right shoulders are generally lower. You got a right shoulder more forward, generally bent in. Can't help it. It's what we do as a people. We live in a right-handed world. Cars are all right, except, well, except if you're, you, except you're on the other side of the world. But North America is all right-handed, right right side. All I'm thinking of is all my left-handed friends and family. I'm okay. like, do you guys look the same? They do. You do. Have- so here's, here's the difference. With left-handed people, they're actually able to rotate a little further, but they still have to mouse with the right. There is no left mouse. They're still stuck in a right-handed car unless they're in the UK. Are, the they, big are difference, they still heavier? And, and why? They will be. Actually, I've tested left and I've tested right. They're still heavier. And when you do a thoracic rotation test, whether it be in standing, and you teach them how to sort of isolate and just gently rotate, they'll still be heavier and more level on the right. And you rotate them on the left. They can't get off the right leg. They can't get off the right side. Their side just wants to stop them from falling over. So what does the left side do now? Left side holds you from falling into itself. So you have some rotational shift. Now, the body generally likes to be in neutral. It wants to be that way. So you'll have compensatory factors through your system in specific areas, right side versus left side, anterior versus posterior, on diagonals. And if you can see that system and unload it, the person can walk away with not only more level, but a ton more mobility because they're not stuck in the position they were in. And all I've done is recognize the patterns they're in because it's, it's the system that I found. So it's an, all, it's an all systems based. And I've used it on young, old, every religion, every sort of aspect, all clothed, not a big deal, sort of injuries, not injuries, motor vehicle accidents, knee surgeries, uh, rotator cuff surgeries. It didn't seem to matter. They got better, faster. The system got more level. And when I put them in the insoles to test it, it was proven that they were better. So it's very, very interesting, very cool. And, I'm, and, and because I'm now sticking on a systems-based approach, no matter the condition, I don't jump. I go, here's my system. I got to check, 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 check. And if I do that and stay with that since doing that, I'm now seeing like, it's, it's crazy. Now, I, I, an extra 40 people a week and people are still jamming, trying to jam in more people in my schedule. I don't even have more, more time. It's crazy. So this is where that piece came to be because you said, why don't you mentor? And I'm like, well, mentor what? What is it I really have? Right? You should open an institute, he says. I'm like, well, an institute of what? <laughs> what is it I really have? Well, if you've got this cool stuff, you should, you should look at trying to put it all together. Okay. And, and that's kind of what I did. So it's biomechanics, it's myofascial, but it's based in performance. Because I want you to be able to get up and literally from the t- from walking in in pain to walking out to swing. Could you still be in some pain? Yeah, absolutely. You may have, you still could be bruised because muscles were too tight. You could still have neural sensitivity, but you'll be mobile. You'll be better. You'll be more functional immediately. And and that's why I'm always like, oh, let me put Mark on the table. He's got to feel that. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to see what I see, right? And and I do some crazy things, and and people are like, oh, why would you do? Oh, and when it, when when I show them what's happening, because I'm I'm a visual guy, so I like to show people. I take pictures, and I show them the difference before, and I show them the difference afterwards. And I do video, and I show them on their feet before, and I show them on their. Feet you know afterwards. what I? You know what I like about this? I like it. I like this because it's one. It's it's a performance approach. Yeah. And I feel like, 
I feel like our industry gets flooded with the idea of it's all about pain. And if you don't know yeah. about pain and you don't understand pain signs, your, your treatments are worthless. But what you're suggesting here has nothing to do with that. It's about Absolutely performance. Nothing. Just, remember though, that. just remember though that yes, there's, we hear a lot about pain and chronic pain because that exists a lot. We hear about mental health and chronic pain and all this stuff, but there is a whole sector yes. of people like Sandy who are doing performance-based right. approach and we just don't hear it. Well, this is, hear this is why it. I like to hear it because, yeah. because our, our, our industry gets flooded with the ideas of like posture doesn't matter as long as you can perform what you what you can do in your everyday life then these anomalies that you have or or asymmetries that you have don't matter and i'm like okay but, but no 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 but, but they do matter that's the problem you're asymmetrical for somebody like me they don't matter for no no for but your they should matter they, they matter should, i'm they just saying i'm just saying i can, I can function older. i'm i understand what you're saying Stability. but i'm just saying the reason people think this way is because somebody like me can go about their is not, life I can go about my everyday life you and I do. might have some discomfort and right. I have a lot of asymmetries and I have a lot of imbalances and every once in a while I might be like ooh that feels a little but tight you can come in but I'll continue session, but you'll come in for a session maybe a half hour session you'll be like oh that's great okay I'll see you next month because for me my, my approach is not just pain and performance or, or any of that it's just you every five to ten thousand kilometers you take your car in you go to the dentist twice a year because you're told you pay whatever it is to keep everything around you functional. Your house falls apart. You, you pay for it no matter what. Why don't we do tune-ups on us? Hmm. As human beings, we have a, a, we're born to fail. It's part of who we are. We fail in our function because of the patterns we put in. But then we find ways to compensate and shift out. But what do we do to unload that compensation so we can continuously reload the compensation? We don't do enough. We don't stretch enough. We don't go for massage enough. We don't do all these things enough. So part of what I do says, you're coming in every three to four weeks or every two weeks, depending on the plan that I approach. You're coming in for a tune-up because your vehicle isn't functioning at an efficient manner. And look what's happening to you. Keep the vehicle functional. Now go train because you're not want to build a leaning tower of Pisa. You'll find ways to compensate until you can't. And then what do you do? See, I I think more people, and I'm not saying that this is the only approach. Like this no. is, but this but is just one approach. But exactly, and you need to be open to hear this kind of stuff because, like I said, we're flooded with a whole bunch of stuff that I think the intent is good, but the messaging gets muddled really, yeah. really fast, and it gets muddied up. So someone will present to you a, a a study that says posture is not the cause of someone's pain. I'm like, great. I, I'm not fucking debating that. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, thank you for this fucking study. Right. But it's irrelevant at it's this irrelevant. moment, right? It's irrelevant. And then, but then it, but then this is the part that kills me. Then the newer RMT gets this messaging and then it jumps to, well, then why would I ever do a postural assessment? Right. Right. Or asymmetries don't matter. The messaging. Yeah. Asymmetries don't matter. Everyone's asymmetrical, which is true. Everyone's asymmetrical. As long as you can function, that's fine. And then it gets muddied up. And then yeah. the new RMT gets this messaging and they're like, well, why do I bother even making note of asymmetries or looking for asymmetries? Because and, and it, doesn't pro- it, does, it doesn't fuck up. It doesn't fuck up. But this, gets, this one said it doesn't, you know. And that's and, where it gets fucked up. Yeah. That's where it gets completely there's fucked always, up. There's always people that, see, it is, it is really difficult to keep up with all the information. There's so much going on. Correct. And 
the thing is when new research comes out, the point of it is to take it into consideration, yes. not to change your entire, entire way paradigm. of thinking. Yeah. Like this, this we talk about it all the time, this foundational stuff that Mark and I learned while doing our kinesiology degrees, right. that is still very valid. And yes, as a kinesiologist, you definitely learn things in a much more mechanical right. way. And then becoming a massage therapist, I then had to incorporate this whole biopsychosocial way of thinking. Right. Um, doesn't throw but it doesn't throw mechanics out the window. No. And the, the thing is that people tend to really cling on to what is happening around them so where most of the noise is so yep. in the last few years mental health has been front and center huge, and i and i don't disagree huge. that it should be and mental health definitely affects the way that yep. people perform it definitely affects yep. you know your stress the way that you experience pain all of that yep. i understand and but now there's people who just cling to that and it's all about resetting the nervous system and the vagus nerve and you know everything is focused there where it's like I, I'm I'm cool but here's with the thing. I'm you cool want to you want to reset the vagus nerve leave it alone and reset the body let the vagus nerve go where it needs to go because the body knows better than you do. Well, and this is the thing is there's there's different ways to take the information and incorporate it into what you do. And, and not everybody is going to practice the same and not every approach but you don't is going to work like, for different uh, people. But there's belief systems. Because right? there's people yeah. that, come to, that come and take courses with us like and, and they get bombarded. Oh, by the way, I need to get this into you. We got to figure out a way, by the way, to get it a <laughs> we course. Can do that. We can I've, do that. I'm I've, al you. I've already come up with plans while I'm you guys telling, are talking. I'm telling so you. So because but, people but, come in and take, the, and take our courses, we see a whole bunch of therapists and sometimes we get into these conversations and I'm amazed when a therapist, and there's been many, tell me like, I see something that may be correctable or I can put I can put a therapeutic intervention at it that might right. bring about some sort of correction. And when I say, I'm not saying fix things, I'm not, I just, no. let's, let's stop arguing fucking nomenclature, right? A therapeutic intervention that can bring about a positive outcome. How about that? That's right? what we're supposed to do. Bring right. about a positive outcome. But, but. Some people that have have, I've I've ignored that. I've not bothered because I've been like, been so blown away with like, well, it's an asymmetry and it doesn't really matter. So even though I've spotted See, this thing and, and it's somewhat correctable, I just ignore it. And I'm and like, I get why? that because after twenty seven years, if I didn't do and take the courses that sort of were pulled to me, kind of thing. Then and and listen to kind of what was out there to understand and, and have an open mind. It's all about being. I guess it's, it's the word again is going to come up. Awoke. Is it awoke or awake? <laughs> We're going to say that again. Awoke. Okay. So so if you're not if if you're not open and you're not willing to hear all sides, right? Yeah, not just one yeah. version, but what's the other version? Blows my mind. Right. You're going to always stay in one one lane, and you'll always be that. And and God bless them for doing that. Go ahead, stay in the lane. <laughs> Get out of mine. Right? No problem. I have no issue with that. Stay right, in your right, lane. Right. Be the best in your lane that you can be. But don't dwell into other lanes if you're not sure. Learn first. This understand, is where research. the critical thinking piece comes yeah. in that we talked about on our last episode with Lori is that it's there's too many people that hear something they they take it as gold yeah. and they run with that you're where you're supposed to, to be able to critically think like for me for example like I said at the beginning like I don't know what kind of relationship people have with their patients the kind of relationship I have with my patients is I want to know them and understand yeah. them and understand have why to. they're here have are to. you here to function better what is your ultimate goal Faz did a talk about this at yeah. the at the massage conference the importance of an intake and understanding what is it you want to accomplish are we looking for pain reduction yeah. are we looking for 
for wellness and health yeah. and maintenance? Are we looking to improve a golf swing? That's the, the first are thing I Are we here to because this. I like a fucking massage? Like, yeah. why are you here? You yeah. need to understand the person. And that's how then you develop your approach. Do I need to take a more mechanical approach? Did this Was this person functioning yeah. fine until they had to work from home and their fucking body mechanics are all thrown off? That's well, because then, you know what? Posture is equating to pain. Yeah. Don't fucking tell me it's not when they were perfectly fine. And to, oh, but then somebody will say, oh, but it's the stress and this and that. And yes, all those yeah. factors come into play, yeah. but I'm never eliminating any possibility. Right. Is it by, and the thing is, do people forget about the bio piece in the bio? Everybody, everybody forgets this about is, the bio this, piece. Because that's the part that I don't get. Like if the alignment was off on my car and it's pulling to the left, guess what? I can drive this thing all fucking Sure, but long. you're constantly pulling to the it's right. Like I'm constantly pulling it to the right. It's and, just going to piss you off. And then at all. some point, there's going to be this undue wear and tear on my car because I'm the not. The tires are going to tear. Exactly. The, the chassis is going to shift. There's going to be a, because but then I'm you're going to take your car in. It's now it's going to cost you 10000 Exactly. Instead of cost because you 400 I'm not tending to something that yeah. is somewhat correctable in yeah. that moment just yeah. because I can make it function. That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, this is why I do what I do. And when people come to see me, they know, number one, they're not coming for Swedish. Because number one, when they've got the, the announcement, hi, welcome to, you know, thank you for booking, I explain verbatim. And the first thing I do is what to expect. <laughs> and then I lay it the, out. The business teacher in not, me is so happy right now. You're Create not the coming. expectations, please. <laughs> Absolutely. You have to. The salesman in me said, here's my expectations. Yeah. Here's what I got to offer you. Please understand this is what it is. If you don't want this, please cancel your appointment because this is what you're getting. Hmm. Then when they come in, I say, did you read the, yes, I did. Do you understand what I do is different? Yes. Is that why you're here? Absolutely. Great. Then, then let me see what you brought me. And we begin, right? So it's, a, it's an educational piece. Do you want to be a guy who says, I can do my alfascio, but then I can also do Swedish. And then, I mean, all of that is great to have in your tool shed, but if you want to do everything, no, you're, not, you're going to be okay at everything. If you want to be the best at you, pick one thing, do it the best that you can do, and then nobody can do it any better. They'll Jack, do different, but Jack they won't do trades, you. Jack of all trades, master of none. Right. Are you, are you, do you like it that you do work that a lot of other people don't do? Do you like that? Or does, it, or does it. it feel lonely? I love it. Yeah. No, well, does it feel lonely? No one gets me. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. no, well, yeah, me. because you know what? I, I, I unfortunately, as much as I've tried to open into a psychotherapy session yeah, with him on the couch. Oh no, no you got to understand. Get no, let's get into this now. Come on now. <laughs> no one understands. No, no, but, me. but I, I love to. I love to talk this approach because they don't. People don't get what I've interviewed at a place at a few places where I could ex, that I know I would excel. So yeah. with my systems based approach now, I know where I'm kind of at, what I can do, how I can do it, how I can help people. But it scares other practitioners. Number one, no, you're a massage therapist. No, dude, I'm a therapist. I'm a muscle does mechanic. It scare, does it scare them though because they don't understand it? Like I will admit, as you were talking to me about the weight and about the rotation, about the typical patterns, there's a skeptic in me. Oh, absolutely. I'm looking at you like- But I can I, prove it. But, I could, and this the is the thing is right? I'm, I'm open-minded. Right. I would love to see your approach and I'd love to see right. some of the research you did, but I'm sitting here going, huh. Yeah. This seems like it should be more well known. This seems like there should and, and be. In the States, and now I'm, it is. I'm in going, States, I'm going through is, my mind like, Canada, where's, where's the research? I, got, I want to find this. Oh, sorry. I did. Yeah. I, please cut out the line where I said, where's the research? Because you know that's not how I meant it. <laughs> go to Postural Restoration Institute. Thank you. PRI um, in the US is where I learned this stuff. It's a physio guy who basically, just like John Barnes, opened up myofascial release. Mm -hmm. This guy opened up PRI. And, and the is, information of the PRI is, wanna... is blowing. It talks about rotational patterns. It talks about thoracic pelvic relationships. It talks about, you know, 
I mean, and it breaks down. There's three different courses, and I, and I took the the thoracal postural breathing relationship because the whole diaphragm and and understanding the di- truly understanding the diaphragm where it sits, what it does, rib cage function. That's a hot topic function. right now. People are really interested in the diaphragm right now. It's huge. It, it, it but the but it's part of the system, yeah. right? It's all part of the system. And if you understand these concepts and you understand, you know, left side is smaller than right side and why and what's happening and you got heaviness and I mean, the stuff is out there. You just got to be be willing yeah. to find it, willing to take it, have an open mind to and get see, it. And see from the beginning of the episode when you were asking about is the content that we have, is anything that we do not upholding the profession? Like, this is stuff that people need to hear. Don't tell and it to me. It's, I know I'm not, I'm not telling it to <laughs> tell you. Tell it to the fuckers that issued me a letter. Oh, yeah. Hello. Me issued too. Me too. But, is it a legal notice? Uh, we'll get into that. Oh I'm going to save it for a, a well, recording. Well, I will say though, but it's, it's content like this that I think we are actually giving something really good yeah. to therapists. You know, if you're listening to this, now you might think, Huh, I never really considered because me, myself, I'm looking at you like I never really considered the weight of the body on each side and the way like Absolutely. patterns of like I've never patterns and I've right never arm versus left a, arm. I've never looked a at a human and like a rotator. that. Nope. Like, just, I've never looked absolutely. at a human like that. And now I'm interested to see like is there is there validity to this? Am I is is this something that I'm going to consider when I'm treating my my patients? So this kind of content is what is I think brings a lot of value, like in our. But that's podcast. the whole point of this, and right? And so when if people you are when people are critical in that, oh, we're unprofessional. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I actually think the opposite. I actually think we're incredibly professional in that we're trying to trying to educate people in a way that's fun and interesting. And we've created a community of people. I've I had somebody write me a letter saying, you and Mark have done more for the profession than our association has. Okay. And I was like, what? Like, who says that? But and then and then to have somebody come at us and say, you guys are unprofessional. And you're dragging the profession down. Like, it's blowing my mind. Sorry, I know this is not. I went on a it's tangent, okay. but it's, it's okay. blowing it's okay. my mind. Can, can I'll show you something quickly. Yeah. Okay. And then I want to ask you if your if if your findings pressure equally map. apply equally to, apply to ambidextrous. Turn to the right. Yeah. Look at where the pressure is percentage. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's some cool technology. Turn to the left, and where's his pressure system? Mm. All on his right. Yeah. 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 So you guys can't see what's happening, but Sandy <laughs> is showing Mark the technology right now, okay. and showing the person with rotation to the left and the right, and where the pressure is using this technology, and everything he has said to us, whether I'm skeptical or not, he's now showing proof on his phone. God, uh, I love here. technology. Turn but to also the left. <laughs> he's turning to the left. Look at that right pressure, fifty-eight percent on the right. Yet he should be seventy percent on his left, and he's a golfer. Hmm. Okay. And then if I take this guy and I show you all the way to the right, where is he? 91% of the right. He's overloaded on his right. Mm. He can't shift to the left properly. You know what that does to his swing? Mm. He divots all the way off to the one side. Mm. So, you know, there's a whole, now I can show them and go, here's your problem. And they go, wow. And then I throw them on the table. I unload what they've patterned. Right. I put them back, we do another test, and it's it's better. So it's it's proof concept, right? Yeah, absolutely. I like that. So it's all mechanical stuff, but it's yeah. based in what the body it, and is. It, and, it, and it affects the weight distribution. And yeah. The, and the ability to control the weight distribution yeah. is yeah. key. So that when you train them, yep. so I do a performance yoga. So I did a 200-hour YTT system through uh, yoga, uh, vinyasa yoga, okay. and I've shifted it 
to a performance yoga. So I've taken nine specific exercises and that I use in two to three rounds like golf. Imagine. (laughs) (laughs) But they're mobility and stability exercises, right? Nine specific ones to keep you open, to keep you stable and keep you functional. So while you're going through this treatment, you can do these. It's nine to 27 minutes a day. But generally nine minutes, maybe two or three times a day. When you are doing that with your clients, when you're retesting or when you're testing, do you do you give them that that biofeedback and show it to them? Absolutely. They stay watch what's happening as it's happening. Cool, cool, cool. So there's no and they'll try and shift. Oh no, no, it's not. And I'm like, dude, you can't come on. Yeah. yeah, Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. Just, just watch what happens when you do that. Right, right, right. I record them first, and then I show up back to them and say, look what you've just done. Yeah. And then afterwards, we do it, I record it, and then I show them the difference again. See, that's also a great tool for someone if they have, if they have the, the opportunity or the dough or, or, the, or the, the want to have that technology. That way, they can give themselves that, that biofeedback so they can train yeah. that weight distribution. Now, the other thing I do is in, awesome. the, in the golf performance place that I'm in in Newmarket, we have something called K-Vest. Now, I don't know if you know about K-Vest or not, but it's the top um, technology in golf now. Um, I mean, there's one more, but it's all wires. This one is wireless per se, where you can actually see the rotation in degrees and range. And so I can actually put someone in a thoracic rotation test, see what the degrees are before therapy, after therapy, put them in and see their degrees afterwards and go, look at your difference. You now rotate nine degrees more to the right and you rotate now seven and a half more degrees to the left. Now, now put them in a different That's club. That's the shit that I need, man. That like, puts them in a different club. <laughs> when That's I'm you. doing like range of motion testing with yeah. patients and I'm trying to eyeball things, I'm like, yeah, it looks a little better. <laughs> but but, but K-Vest, look, the, the salted thing was great because it was 200 and change for the insults. That's not bad, yeah. yeah Beautiful. I can get those. The app is free. Thank you very much. Thank you, Salted. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Get it on Amazon now before I had to get it through a guy who shifted from Japan because they weren't shipping to Canada, whatever. The point is now it's on Amazon. You can get them, mm-hmm. right? So everybody can use them. I even tell my clients to go get them. So either while they're golfing or while they're training yeah. or while they're walking, you can know what you're doing yeah. and set yourself up for success and yep, actually yep. watch it. Yep, that's important. Perfect. So, but the KVS is like five, ten thousand $10,000. So unless you're going to really invest in that kind of technology, don't. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, because it's, if you're not going to truly work with high elite level golfers, the golf performance place I'm at, the physio that I work with is is um, a top level certified golf performance guy. We have a couple of P, uh, a PGA pro that was out of there. We have another golf because tr- we have three indoor bays that you can actually play indoor golf 24, you know, not 24, but you, you know, mm-hmm. 365 a, day, a year kind of thing. Right. Um, fab, huge bays. They're great. Right. Um, and you can play 18 holes in an hour. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Before deciding to shift your practice this way, and now you're like, you know, this golf performance guy, were you an avid golfer? No. Was golf a huge part of your life? No, not at all. Not at all. And golf isn't necessarily a huge part of my life right now. It's understanding the golfer. And one of the reasons, and let's be honest, one of the reasons I pick golfers, dispensable income. Yeah. Yeah. As a massage therapist, male, I need to get into sports. Number one, to survive. I've been doing this 27 years. It's the only way. You got to be different. Number two, to survive. Three... I had to find place, disposable income. You're either going into hockey, you're going into tennis, you're, go, you're either going to racket sports, you're going into skiing, you're going into hockey, or you're going into golf. Baseball is not so big. It is, but it's not so big in, in Ontario, per se. Yep. Outer outer regions, provinces, yeah, baseball's huge. Football's huge, right? Go to Saskatchewan. Yeah, there's a football team in every high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ontario, 
golfers. 150 plus courses. Always busy. They're not closing unless somebody wants to buy the property to build something. Mm. Right? Like that's that what is that? That tells you right there. We're the high in such a small area, we've got the most amount of golf because people have this disposable income yep. and they want to play golf. And they play for four months out of the year. Now you can play every month because they got indoor they've got where i'm at but they've got all these different places that you can go in and and golf pros are looking to now teach year round they need indoor places to teach so it's it's come i mean i'm working on seven-year-olds 12-year-olds i mean it's it's golfers Mm. and i look and i go oh if i only picked up a club when i was that age I have to, eh? I picked up a couch. Because <laughs> me and Couchet, we've got a relationship, right? <laughs> right? It just, it just is what it is. Now, am I active? Yeah, but I'm ex-football. So for me, it's, it's defensive lineman. I was a stable guy. I could push hard. Great. Did I have great rotation? No. Because of my injuries, do I have great rotation? No. Do I still go out and play? Fuck yeah. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. I don't care how I golf. play, you I go, go and play. I play. Yep. Why? Because I can. And it's the only thing I can do, right? Besides training, it's the only thing that I can do comfortably without hurting myself. Yeah. Because I don't want to be in pain. Yeah, no, you shouldn't do a lot of things. You've had a lot of injuries. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do you, might, I you might want to so, stay in that relationship with Couchet. <laughs> right. Well, that's where we like each other, right? And I have a great Couchet in my, in my cove slash working cove. place. <laughs> so, so that's, that's kind of why I shifted what I do. It, it worked for me and it's kept me to a place that I could live. I can work now another 27 years and not have to work. Do you want to work another 27 years? It's, it's not about, do I want to? It's just about, I might have to. <laughs> it's just, it's just one of those things. Two kids live in Vaughn, blah, blah, blah. And it's taken me, unfortunately, I haven't had a great start to my career. Up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down. Injury hit, out for ten, out for a little bit, trying to still do what I can. Up, down, up, down. I finally got something that's me. A I was going to say, you seem, you seem just so much more confident in the way you speak yeah. about your practice now. Like when we saw you last time, you were excited, right? Because you had just opened a practice. However, but as we know- I I was spurting on myself. <laughs> Yeah, there was a lot of right? questions. You know, I yeah. remember Mark specifically asking you, like, what's your, and, you know, the whole joke that we made before we started recording where we were, we were giving you your five-year plan. Right? You didn't do any of it, but None you figured it, it out. I I figured d- you know what? Out. I'm good for you for not listening to us. We don't know you. We don't know what. I don't know gonna... anything. Like, I, I <laughs> know, right? You listen to like, me ever. Right? <laughs> but, but, but you figured it out. Yeah. You're definitely much more confident in yeah. what you're doing. Now you said it's taken you this long, but now in your 27th year of practice, right. do you feel like you can take this now and turn it into something huge? Oh, huge, huge. That's great. Huge. It's replicatable. It's testable. It's provable. And that was, to me was the most important And you're thing. busy as hell now, right? You said you're seeing oh, like what, 50 plus geez. people a week? Like well, something so, ridiculous? So I do. So I had to, unfortunately, I had to get a day job at a rehab place. Now, God bless them. I love them. They pay hourly whether I have or don't have. It was a savior for me while I did my research, but I'm there some days, 10 hours and you're back to back to back to back. It's rehab, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. It's your traditional rehab place. You're looking physio. And do you use your same systematic approach when you're working with your as rehab patients? As much as I possibly can. Okay. Absolutely. This is where I did a lot of my testing because I had anywhere from 10 to 15 people who were on the table going, just make me better, please. Yeah. Okay. 
I've Here's been, what I I've do. Been Can I do it? The, I've been yeah. through the MVA rehab like right. as a patient. Right. And yeah, like literally I would just go there. I'm like, I don't give a shit what you just do. Just do something to help Make me, me function again. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's been beautiful and, and wonderful and I'm able to do my thing. Now, there are some times where I do have to do traditional massage therapy because that's what's expected. Mm-hmm. I do because I have to, Ex- not because I want to. Expected from the client or expected from the employer? Both. Both, because it is, they have a great massage therapist there and he is busy as sin, like back to, but he doesn't have anything else. This is all he's got. So, but, and he stays and he does all traditional, he does other stuff. He does, but it's still based in the Swedish basis of right. massage. He does lots of other stuff, scar tissue release, et cetera, et cetera. He does some uh, fascia, but it's everything is still based in the Swedish aspect. And God bless him. He's got fabulous hands. He's a great guy. Ian, I'm talking to you. He's a great guy, right? Fabulous hands, but you can tell he's been at this for five years in this one place. You can tell it's just starting to get, you know, like, wow, it's a lot of work, buddy. It's mm. exhausting. It's back to back to back. It's a lot of yeah. work, right? Four or five days a week. And I'm there five days a week. He's there four, um, just because he lives closer out of town than it is. It's a longer drive to get. So it's, it's tough. Um, but yeah, this is, I had to get that. So as I did that and able to come up and, and finalize my technique the last sort of six months or so, um, as I did that, reopened up out of my house and called it the Myofascial Performance Institute. So you did open an institute. <laughs> so I did listen <laughs> because you weren't the first ones to tell me and you weren't the last ones to tell me. You should be teaching this. You should be sharing this. You need to open up an institute. And it's only part-time, so I do evenings and weekends, Yep. right? So after the, the I kill myself all day long, I come home and I do my thing a couple hours a night. So I'm like working 14-hour days. That's a long right. day. And then you're now, and then you're also working at this so, golf so place. So here's what I did was I took two evenings off a week out of the rehab place. I'm at a golf performance place because that's what I wanted. That's, that's what I, you wanted. That's, that's where you want to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I do that Sundays from 8, 9 a.m. till about 3, 3. How the hell did you get time to come sit on our couch today? I booked off the day. <laughs> I told them, I'm like, I'm being interviewed for being special. <laughs> But I don't get paid for the day, so it doesn't. It is what it is. But I'm working tonight, so that's fine, right? So then I took off two evenings a week to be at the golf place and the Sundays. So uh, now I'm five to nine, five to nine, eight to three, kind of thing, right? So and that's pretty. So I've been there a month, and now I'm booked. Great, right? Like it's just it's just crazy. It's just it's just the way it's worked out. The home stuff. I just keep getting more referrals and more refer. <clears throat> because people are like, this is completely new. This is completely different. And I mean, I had a 76-year-old walk in who they, they gave him a shot of cortisone in his hip, told me he's going to have to have a hip replacement, tried to plan it for surgery, wobbled into my, to, to, to my house because of a referral from a friend. Okay, fine. Can you see my father? Sure. Yeah, yeah. No problem. What? I'm willing to see anybody if they've got issues. Absolutely. Or no issues. I'll just reset your system. Great. Mm. Right? Comes in, I look at him, completely shifted to one side. He's got these holding patterns because he was a guy who worked himself for a living. Okay, he's industrial, he's, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, he does construction. Okay, okay. Short, little, tiny guy. Got him on the table, unloaded his patterns, and we had to work through trigger points and, and get him through pain. And, and okay, he breathed through it, but I didn't go all the way to 10. I took him to usually a six or a seven. We brought it down, and I didn't resolve everything all at once, but enough that he could get out. Mm. He gets off the table, <laughs> small little 76-year-old guy. He wobbled in. 
So you have to go down a step to get in my garage because that's what it is. I've turned my garage into a studio, hmm. right? So the dog can hang out with me because I have a dog too. <laughs> so if you're coming for therapy at my house, you're coming to see my dog too. That's <laughs> a small little dog. He's 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 beautiful. He's just it's it's my boy. He's, it's oh my god. Yeah, you get the idea. He's pulling okay, he's yeah, pulling yeah. out his phone pictures. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. He's he's my boy. Anyways, he comes for therapy. Hangs out. He sleeps on the couch. Because also my man cave, right? So I put on the TV. I'll put on whatever you want, sports or whatever. So I had people like lately watching soccer while they're getting therapy. Right. Fine, whatever. No problem. Or here in the background, fine. So he gets up, wobbles in, gets on. We do our thing. I show him his position. Okay. Get on the table, do my thing. Gets off the table and he gets up. And I mean, this is after he sat for a second because he's like restacked now, right? So he's all shifted back into a neutral plane. Does one of these, gets mm. off the table. I said, so how do you feel? And he does this. He starts to dance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing. I'm like, good. I'll see you next week. Yep. <laughs> you love but, therapy, eh? But that's that's the way it is. It's just that's it's just you know you get in. Let's let's see what you're stuck and get you. He's still got a hip issue, but if we can take the positioning off, the hip will get slowly get better. So he comes back in this week, and how do you feel? Oh, I'm sixty seventy percent better. I don't, I don't have to, I don't want to go for surgery now. I'm like, that's your choice. I can't tell you yes or no. That's your choice between you, your doctor, your family. I'll get you moving, but you got to decide what you want to do with yourself. Mm-hmm. Get him back on the table, get him off the table. Now he's touching his toes and he's kicking to the sides. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. So I when have you, the funniest image what, in my head, by the way, of like, like this doing, little old man like doing, doing, doing a full James Brown. Is that five, what you're right? saying? Right? <laughs> Five-two, just adorable, just adorable guy. Five-two, doing his thing, and I'm like, okay. Uh, said, Put the cape uh, so on when, him, he throws it off. Right, when, <laughs> right. That's what I was expecting. I'm like, oh, God, here we go, here we go. But he didn't. He just do-do-do, going his thing, doing his thing. I said, okay, so. It's like a Viagra commercial. It, it literally was, right? <laughs> My God, I wish I had it on video. It was so amazing. I said to him, I said, I said listen, you know, when do you want to come back in? He says, let me let me now that I can move. Let me take a break. I said, okay, yeah. no problem. But just remember, you got into this position because you weren't doing anything. If you want to stay doing and feeling how you're Gotta feeling, get your you still need to come in for tune-ups, yeah. even if it's every three weeks or once a month. Still come in, no problem. I said, great. What do you think of therapists who say? Um, that I don't, I don't want to see a patient forever. Like I want to get them better and then then be on their way. I've met a lot of those, and God bless you for being there because keep sending them my way. Well, because I, like I understand, <laughs> I understand Sorry, where their thought process is. Oh, absolutely. Saying, you don't but I've be... I've never been that type of therapist. Some of the patients that I see today, I was seeing a decade ago, yeah. and it's not because they're they've got any issues. You know, we've they're they're doing well, great. But yeah, they come in every like you said every three to four you weeks. Help them keep them doing. Yeah. What they got and that's just it and they you know they might come in and they'll say oh i felt this weird little twinge here and it's like okay cool well you know i only saw you three weeks ago so there's there's so many variables there like maybe you're their person now you know what i mean it's like i feel like there's something not right let me go see my person or i want to tune up let me go see my person here's what i tell people i'm not your therapist i'm your body coach and your body mechanic i keep you moving I keep you functioning. You can fire the mechanic and the coach anytime you want, but I'm always here to make sure you keep doing what you want to do every day so you can be you, but you still need to take the responsibility and come in for a tune-up just like your car, 5, 10,000 kilometers. Make sense? 
Absolutely. Can we book you now? Let's do it. Done. Mm-hmm. Now I don't have to worry about them booking. I've already booked them. I li- Yeah, I like keeping people it's on coach. maintenance. And I mean, obviously, they're people. I'm not forcing them to do anything. If they decide, you know what, I, I don't have the time or the money or the, whatever for this, and they fall off the planet for four or five months, like you said, I'll still take that, them back. That, that's okay. But I, I've, I don't see a negative in somebody coming in every three no. to four weeks. And you got to build a practice that lasts or you don't have a practice. You want to be a therapist that has a practice or you just want to be a part-time massage therapist that when you're busy, you're busy. When you're not, you're not. And you'll work four or five hours a day and that's cool. And whether you do or you don't, it's all good. And that's great. And and God bless you for being there because if your parents, if your patients didn't have you, what would they do? Because you're important to them. But to me, I'm a breadwinner in my family. I need a job that I can go to every day that I know I'm paying my bills every month. I'm taking care of my family. I'm building my future. But most importantly, I'm building a legacy that either my kids could take over or someone can take over, but there'll be a legacy passed down where eventually when I retire- into this type of work? Right now, absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) But, But you know what? The point is, it's just like John Barnes did, just like Dalton did, just like they've all built legacies where people use their techniques to help others. I may not get my hands on everybody, but the goal is to get my foundation, my ideas, what I do around enough that people will use it, will see it, and can help others. So now you're thinking of becoming a mentor? That was another thing we told you to do a year and a half ago. (laughs) No, but I'm ready now. And I'm, uh, it's just a matter of, you know, how do I figure out that pricing? How do I figure out the shadowing? How do I figure out, and how do I put the course? Because look, here's the thing. I went from high school to massage college and out. I was not your straight A student in call in, in in high school. I did the six and a half year program. I'm not embarrassed to say <laughs> it was a five year program and I did six and a half years. Because damn it, I liked being in school. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's a van I, I had of no high idea school. where I was going. Like a, I had no idea what I was doing. I've he's done, like I, Wooderson and Days and Confused. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, I had no idea. I just knew that I was good at being in school for a yeah. point. So great. But I didn't, get great, over here. I didn't get great grades. I just did what I had to do to get through because that's, that's how my brain works. I had my first concussion when I was six. I split my head open. So, you know, Unfortunately, once you got one that's pretty bad, it just piles on eventually. And I mean, I've walked into tree branches. <laughs> I've, I've, you know, I've done really <laughs> stupid things. And it's like, down I go on my knees. There is another one, right? <laughs> so it's like, you know, it, it just is what it is. But I've made the best of what I've got, right? I've, I've, I've tried to. So now that I've got all this stuff. He's at the point where he has one concussion per year in practice. Like, that's it. unbelievable. That's it. that's it, literally, right? No, no, there's been, there's been a gap of 10 years I didn't have Okay. That was okay. But yeah, no, it just it just got to the point where where I don't have the educational piece that a lot of these therapists do that I've seen that can write this beautiful wording that can put courses together overnight. Like it just I, my biggest learning disability in school was from here to here. I can't put my brain to my paper. I'm just an overthinker. Right? Watching Mark develop courses is fascinating to me yeah. because he will just have an idea and I'll think that's a great idea and th- like I have the I have the information in there and I would know like okay what would need to be taught in this course right. but I overthink everything. The order of things is this too much? Do we need more information? Yeah, I need is a this... template. I don't have templates. Like, I don't have any. Watching and I, him and I, do I, it I, is I heard from a while ago I said hey dude I want to turn this to course can I? He says sure but 
can't really help you <laughs> at the time, right? So it was like, yeah. do you have a course that does templates for courses? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he will just but, decide, I'm so, going to make so, a course on this and sit down at his laptop and just go. And, and I look at him and, and two hours right. later and there's there's PowerPoints made. I'm like, how did you, what did, right. when did you? <laughs> and that's not my forte. I can see it. I can talk about it. I can tell you what's going on. And I may not use 100% of the right terms, but I'll use terms that you'll get that you'll see, that you'll picture, that you'll understand. And then you'll want to change it because you can see it. Now you can feel it. Now you get it. Now you don't want to be there anymore. You want to be in a better place, right? So, but to get it on paper, oh, hmm. as my brother-in-law says to me, he says, Sandy, you're the king of cut and paste. The king of cut and paste. <laughs> but that's, that's how I've, just because I can't get it to paper. So, but that's so that's where I'm kind of at is I would do more or put it on. I would already have a program. I'd already have a system base, but it's taken me this long. So maybe you need to do more, not like formal courses, maybe like workshops. Like, for example, I've got a couple people that come in here and teach. <laughs> the content is great. Yeah. They don't really deliver it like a course. They deliver right. it more like a workshop. Well, no, that's what I'm thinking. It's a workshop yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of thing that people can do over a, a day or a weekend right, or whatever. Right, right, Because, dude, I have like, so much information when, when, to share. When I'm developing a course, like, I always start with, like, what foundational knowledge needs to be here right. for you to understand the concepts of this course? And that's where I start it. Right. And so that's what, that's what I think makes our courses a little different than other courses, where we make sure that, like, I don't... I, Although I should be able to assume that professionals that are coming in to take a course have a certain foundational knowledge, I've done it before and I've realized that's not the fucking case. And then you have a bunch of people in the room that are just like, I have no idea what's going on because they need to be refreshed on that foundational stuff. Sure. So that's one of the things that makes our course a little bit different where we start ground zero. No matter right. where you're coming from, we're going to start foundational. But isn't that almost the best place to start? Because it reminds people where they're at and what Absolutely. they're doing and why they're here kind of thing. And then you go, but okay, in, here's the next step. But in like your scenario where you're like, ah, I don't know where to start with a course then i would think more let's do like a practical workshop where it's yeah. kind of like you're you're just kind of you're just sharing wrapping up, sharing about yeah. like what you do that works why you find that it works right. here's the research that i've done to support what i'm doing now i'm going to show you guys how i do this and right. then i'll monitor you know i'll ask questions while you guys are, are working yeah on no this. workshops like, i'd love to do that fabulous. kind of stuff because yeah, yeah, people yeah. need to know about this and there's not enough sharing and everybody wants to charge you for a course like pri and stuff i mean i yeah, get yeah, why yeah. they do it and now i got the certificate i pri yeah but if you don't add this stuff with everything else that you're doing and really turn it into a systems-based approach that people can really get yep. you get blown out of it right you get blown away there's there's a lot of issues and and i just want people to understand that if they look at the system differently and they take this kind of a biomechanic approach instead of just their typical approach, mm -hmm. oh, one mm -hmm. shoulders, but understanding why kind of what's happening. Yep. Treatment can be so much more fun. Like You like treating, eh? I love, I, I'm, buddy, I, I'm I love. a little jealous because that your fire that you have, yeah, mine died. Really? Yeah. Mine my, 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 my fire for treating people and helping yeah. people died. I, I don't have you, that you know anymore. What, you know what it is? I can make such a difference in one session. Mm. That I just, it, it just feels like, I don't know, the energy that comes off that I get from it, the, 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 that, that to watch them get yeah, up and yeah, go, oh my it. God, that's great. It's you just, used to have it. I don't have it anymore. But that's because your, your passion just shifted. Yeah. yeah. Like well, you. Because that died. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, I but think But mine died slowly... first five years, dude. 
I think it slowly died though, because yeah. there was still a point when, when you started teaching that there would be times where you're like, I really feel like treating. I love treating. Or like, you know, I would have a patient that I was having, you know, some trouble with and I'd say, Hey, would you mind seeing? Her? And then I'd watch you with my patient and like, it was still there a little bit. But now, now that you've got, exactly. But now that you've got no desire. really into all of this creative development and all of the video content you're, you're doing. Teacher, and, you're an educator. Mm. Yeah, like it's now different it's, everything has shifted. I don't even. I don't even. You see find the what's excitement. out there to share with others. Yeah, I don't care yeah. about treating a pure. You're an educator, man. Now it's yeah, like if you too. can, if you can do something. <laughs> I'd even, rather do this. Yeah, if yeah. you can do something even but, more cool with like the media side of it, yeah. you're all over it. Yeah, yeah. I hate yeah, people. Yeah. I think it's 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 becoming more apparent. Well, that is. <laughs> that's why, that's why I do a lot of trigger point because even though I hate people, I love hurting people. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, no, no. the nice thing is. Is is when I if you can create change almost immediate, if not provable change, it's exciting. But you got to have that passion to it too, right? Yeah. To want to. If yeah. you don't have the passion, you don't have the passion. But something else may be your passion now, yeah. right? Like yeah, this is maybe. your passion now, kind of thing, right? The 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 magazine, the online, the virtual. That's your passion, yeah, right? I've, I've like, moved away from from people in a room and right. But I'm jealous because I. I uh, I, I'm re I'm remembering what I enjoyed that. Yeah, but I just don't. <laughs> but, but but the I'm nice thing is, what I do is is I got out of that Swedish channel, and again, there's nothing wrong with it. Please don't write bad things about me. There's nothing wrong <laughs> with it. Please, I I love to go for a Swedish massage at least every six to eight weeks, just to for breathing purposes and unloading purpose. But I don't want treatment. I want a relaxation, yeah, Swedish, yeah, yeah, yeah. head to toe. I was about to say, oh, you'd love me. Most of what I do is Swedish. And then I'm like, oh, but no, I But no treatment because treatment. you're going to find stuff on me that, that I'm working on that I don't want to say, hey, I'm an RMT, I'm this guy. And you're right. going to like, I'm going to prove to him because I used to do that. I used to go to these places and go, I'm an RMT too. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. And then I'm they so beat the, the crap I'm out so of me thinking opposite. they're helping me. And I'm like, so now when I go... I don't write down what I do. I don't tell them what I do. No. I just say, I'm here to relax. This will be the easiest massage you'll ever do. And, you, and you'll and you earn your money and I'll give you a great tip. Just don't treat me for anything. Mm. Whatever you find, just work around it. Just let me enjoy. Mm. I want to I wanna drool. Because <laughs> I do my own internal breathing. I do my own releasing while I'm getting what they're doing. They don't have to do anything. Just having that sensation there allows me to do what I got to do internally, but I've learned that control because I've had to learn that control because of my injuries. Mm. But I got out of that lane because I, I lost the passion. Yeah. I really, and this is why I started doing manual stuff because I would just get in and do, and all of a sudden there's change. I'm like, I may not understand it, but okay, let's go for it. And then that shifted me to myofascial, craniosacral. Mm. Then I went to PRI and then I went to, you know, I did, I also did somato-emotional. Remember we were talking the emotional piece. Mm -hmm. You got to do an emotional training because your clients will fall apart on the table sometimes. You've got to be prepared for that. So I highly recommend people do some either somato-emotional or some kind of training like that. Mark's like, no, thanks. Well, <laughs> just if you're going to be a therapist, a hands-on therapist, he's an educator now. Yeah. He doesn't have he to. He doesn't stop. have to. But and if you want to cry in the corner, cry in the corner, you still paid your bill. You're still getting at your education. doesn't matter. I might, but, give, might give you a cup of water. Right. Or, or a Kleenex <laughs> box. Here you go. And here's a garbage can. Please put it in. And the sanitizer to wash your hands. <laughs> but besides that, there's no, there's no where we'll walk through. A, so, are you okay? Do you need a moment? You know, rub, whatever it is, right? Hold her hand, whatever. But, but if you're going to do that kind of work, you got to be prepared for that kind of stuff. 
right? But I got out of that lane because I was, I, I lost the passion. I lost it. And now you can't stop me. You can't get him. And if the clinic doesn't understand what I do, I will move on to another clinic. Yeah, that just makes sense. It doesn't make right? any sense to stay at a place in my way where for me to do what I have to do. No, now. it doesn't make sense for you to work in a place that doesn't allow you to treat the way you want to treat. Yeah. If you want to build this and you want yeah. to become the guy that people go to when they want this type of therapy, then that's where you have to be putting your energy. We once had somebody, and I wish I could remember. Mark might have a better memory on this than I. Probably not. <laughs> Mark might have a better memory. I'm funny today. Um, it's true. If we were talking to someone one time, Mark. Actually, you might recall who. Was um, was working in a chiropractic? Oh, I remember now. We were we had did an episode on trauma informed practice. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. And she came in and she was yeah she was talking about the way she likes to practice. Yes, and all about trauma. And she you know she had a really good grasp on people who have experienced trauma and working with patients with PTSD and anxiety and depression, all this stuff. But she was working in a chiro clinic that didn't really allow for her to practice that way. And both Mark and I went, why? Yeah. Like you could be doing such great things, but why are you, yeah, why are you working with this chiropractor who doesn't understand the way that you practice? And he won't refer to you the right scenario. Right. You're not going to get the right patients and you're not going to get to actually thrive and build this type of trauma-informed practice that you want. So in your case, if you're working in a place where they're like, Sandy, here you do Swedish. Well, get the fuck out. That right. doesn't make any sense. For Not you. to right exactly. I, I get it from her perspective, though. That's a big move. That's like that's. But for you, some people, it's a financial scenario. Exactly. Absolutely. Listen again. That's why I did the day job. It's a yeah. financial. I need yeah. stability. Now I want to take the stability and build it into me, not somebody else. It's a, yeah. it's a risk that some people don't think they can afford to take. No, and sometimes, there, I mean, we say it all the time, there's nothing wrong with having, as Sandy called it, a day job, having a, somewhere that you work to pay the bills, as long as you're still putting equal or more energy into what into you're what trying you to build. Do. Yeah, because your passion, if, your... Your, if your passion is the side project, it's going to stay a side project. Yeah. It has to really, right. even if that means that you're doing this, you know, the shit that Mark does, where he's up at three, four in the morning looking for new content and see, editing see, video. And, 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 and my problem is, I'd love to be doing that at three, four in the morning, but because unfortunately the day job and, and everything else, and I'm mm-hmm. trying to build all these works and, and trying to prove what I do, et cetera, it does get to the point where I get, I may be done work by 10, 11 o'clock at night, and I can't even get to my, uh, well, the notes are always done. That's not the issue. It's the selling pieces. The, right. I got a couple of clients that I need to do for their golf instructor or their golf pro. I need to put some measurements on. I need to put some lines. I need to do some comparison. I need to write a report and then send it off to them. And I'm passing out. Hmm. And I'm like, fuck, I'm tired. And then Friday and Saturday nights, I leave for my family. Like I don't work Friday after four o'clock. Hmm. It's the Sabbath for me. It's Friday night. Yes, I'm the happy little Jews. <laughs> right? But Friday night is my Sabbath. I turn I it off. I wish everybody put... could see what I see. Right? <laughs> Not only does he sing a little song, he well, does a whole little dance. <laughs> right? But if Friday night is, and so people say to me, when do you have your time? Well, I have my time between 11 and 1, I pass out. I watch whatever's on TV. I'll just turn it on, the noise. I cuddle with my dog. I breathe, I stretch, I do my yoga, and I, I sort of pass out. Great. Friday nights, I'm done by 4. Saturdays, I'm done by four. I will not, I took my phone away. Like literally it's in another room. Hmm. I won't pick it up. It's my wife's time. 
it's my kids' time. I mean, kids come join me at like 11 to 12 kind of thing because they're teenagers. Because they're old high, now. They're <laughs> older now. I don't have to, it's not like I have to sit them and take them to the park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, dad, give me money. I'm going out. All right, here you go. <laughs> like, fine. That's why you're working. But okay. see, you're still doing exactly what I just described because one, your day job does allow you to still work on what you're working right. on in in some cases you are still practicing at your home yeah. and so you know i'm not saying that oh you need to be always working on your other project but it's you know but the you whole the, the whole in. reason yeah. i brought up jennifer and the trauma informed is she had such a passion for this. And right. I, I, I actually I haven't followed up with her in a long time. I really hope that she shifted her practice that way. Because so. at the I time, so she was working in a chiro yeah. clinic. And mm. it was it just seemed to be a mismatch for the type of patient that she would have been really, really good at treating. Yeah. Right. And now there's a lot of places out there. Like, I don't know if you've ever heard of There's a place in Aurora called The Womb. Which I have heard is, of The Womb. Right. The Womb is a fabulous uh, prenatal, postnatal, pelvic health for women place. And it's it's a beautiful place. I know the psychotherapist who helped sort of put it all together. She was great with with my kid for because he's got higher functioning Asperger's, right? Um, but it's a beautiful place. But I could never work at a place like that. Mm. It's not for you. It's not for me. It's not in my realm. It's not in my lane. And I mean, as much as it could help these women, they'll have to come to me. I'm not at a place like that. Whereas she should be at a place like that where she'd be celebrated and put on a pedestal for doing the work that she does, right? And really sort of like, we need you here. We'll keep sending more to you kind of thing. So there are places now that celebrate the diversity of what we do as absolutely, therapists, absolutely. right? So it's not just you're in a chirophysio or you're in a spa. Now you can, div, you know, she should, go she in all be, over the She should be places. working with, with, with mental health professionals. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah, a yeah. lot of clinics, yeah, mental health clinics that have right. massage therapists. I love them now. And, and, and that's where a lot of Swedish and stuff and a lot of these mental techniques and stuff like that's really been a, like I, at a, for a mental health clinic. Yep. Not my lane. Right. Not my lane. Yep. You 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 want to move, you want to function, you're you're stuck, you're in pain. You you need to go your sport, you need to do your thing. That's my lane. Are you online, Sandy? Because I was just thinking as we're I talking am. about niches and things, it's really cool to see. I still got to redo my website, but I am online. But it's it's really interesting for me to see, like when I'm on Instagram or TikTok or Facebook or whatever, to see all of the different ways that therapists practice within right. our profession, right? Like you're talking about so those places Instagram that- I'm on Instagram and it's, it's Sandy Levy, RMT <laughs> something. I don't Somebody know. You can click on my uh, website. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can follow Sandy on Instagram, see a little bit more about what he yeah, does. What but yeah, my, it's, it's so fascinating Instagram to watch here? all the different ways that people Instagram. do things. And my, my I name. watch it and I'm like, this is cool, not for me. Yeah. Or this is cool, I could see myself you know, enjoying being a therapist here or a patient here or whatever. It's just interesting to see the ways people do things and people are finally starting to really understand niching and having a target audience it's not as general as it used to be yeah. and that's where... why the cm2 has changed the way that they do a lot of their things is because they they're starting to recognize and finally realize we're not all the same yeah we don't all as long as you're within the scope of practice keep within that lane but the scope is so broad that mm. as long as we're, we're we're within that first, you know, to create positive change. Assessment and, and treatment assessment of musculoskeletal issues, <laughs> right? For dysfunction and pain. And and as long as you're in that lane, you're you're within your scope. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Right? Mo don't go anything higher than a MOB 3, mm -hmm. people. <laughs>
right? You, you don't talk about adjusting things. Talk about mobilization of like we got to change our our so people understand this is our lane, right? Hey, chirophysio, this is our lane. Don't don't come into our lane either. We won't come into yours. We'll share together, but but also stay within your lane. But and and your niche. Find your niche. Hmm. Find your lane. If not, be the best of be the best damn massage therapist you can be. You don't have to have a niche. Hmm. Just be the. I personally just found I had to find ways for me. I had to find ways for me to survive. Something for me to do, and and something that I could leave. Like I said, a legacy kind of thing, right? That's different than everybody else. Right, so people want to go. I got to try that. Oh, I got to see that. I do a complimentary twenty-minute uh, biomechanical myofascial assessment at the at the golf performance place, and even out of my own house or the institute. Right. Sorry if I did an echo there, because um, I want people to see the difference and to understand what it is. So they come in for twenty minutes. I give my time away, no problem. I put them in the insoles. I do pictures. I do an assessment. I show them what's kind of happening, and I give them like a quick five, sort of seven minute treatment. They get up and they still move different, and then I can put them on the even the insoles and see a little different. And they go, "What the?" And I go, "Yep, that's exactly it." I'll see you next week. <laughs> right. So that's why I've always just wanted to kind of. Throw, I know you have your thing, and you like your person, and da, 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 da. so we can always throw you on the table sometime then if you're open. I'm to ready. It. Just well, don't you're gonna come back me. and uh, we'll, right. we'll 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 do yeah. We could even video a session, we'll do a like video. do uh, do a whole live. What we're doing yeah. Do a whole live. Do this, but uh, while you're on the table, yeah, a hundred percent. We'll do, a, we're we'll yeah. do a recorded assessment and treatment. Yeah, and yeah, we'll put kind it of thing just to show how different it is. And all yeah, because I gotta I gotta kind of do that to get it out there so people see that it's different, right? I want to put that on my site Absolutely. to see what I do differently. Well, that's what we're gonna do. I'm glad we did this update. Mark just said to me, I didn't I didn't know like what you guys had talked about, but Mark said to me. Sandy Levy's going to come back in and we're going to do an update from what he was doing before. And to be honest, when he said that to me, I thought it was going to be, you know, how your clinic was doing. You'd brought on mentors and it's completely different than it was a year and a half ago. But <laughs> at least you didn't I'm, roll over this. Time. I'm glad yeah. we we got the yeah. update and we know where you're at now. And yeah, I'm I'm seeing some ways that we can work together. So yeah, yeah, stay yeah, tuned, folks. Things are coming. Yeah. But listen, for those who do want to know, if you do want to learn or mentor or work, I am open to for those who are interested other massage therapists out there other practitioners who listen to this if you want to learn see something different i am open so you know let us know let me know right. sandylevyrmt.ca very simple very easy so i can remember <laughs> thanks for coming by it's been good no it's been fabulous i love it thanks guys you guys have been listening to two massage therapists in a microphone purse <laughs>